everybody, and welcome to another episode of Raving Geeks. My name is Jeremy Augusta. I'm Farron Coleman. And I'm Steve Tiemann. I want to start out by talking about a Star Wars poster that supposedly leaked, right. but I kind of doubt it's real. One of the reasons I doubt it's real is because C-3PO is holding a goddamn bowcaster. He is. And because there's a crazy fish-looking alien in the background of it. It looks like a mutated seahorse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really bad. <laughs> it also looks like every movie poster ever, and the bottom third of it is full of stormtroopers with completely red armor that kind of look like clone troopers, which is kind of cool, but also, like, eh. Yeah, I, don't I, I, like I don't know if I like it. So if I have two stamps, right? Okay. One of them is not real and one of them is real. I'm going to hit use the not real one. I really don't believe that anybody would let, would let this exist. I'm going to hit X to doubt on this You can't one. do it. Um, you get to say real or not oh, real. Not real. Not real. Um, not I, real. I will not say real. there is some evidence that it might be because all of the character models, um, like the costuming and stuff, lines up with like another leak or like something that came out of somebody from Lucasfilm. What about the Knights of Ren dude with a big knife? I don't know. I'm glad that we're actually going to see the Knights of Ren for yeah. once, something I, that was, was promised in 2015. And JJ kind of gave us a little snippet of Ryan Johnson said, who? And then JJ is like, we're bringing them back. I was kind of uh, hoping they never existed. Yeah. And we, people would just be, like, Star Wars fans would just be salty. Also, I see a Y-Wing in the background. Yeah, that was weird. Why are there Y-Wings in this, but there were no Y-Wings in the last movie, which would have been perfect for the giant pizza slice of death This that they used? This poster's a shit show. Yeah. It looks like every movie poster ever, really. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. especially considering that Disney likes to keep all their stuff completely under wraps. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt something like this would have leaked this easily. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that somebody who worked for Disney made this for fun. Yeah. And like was like, oh, look at this thing I made, and tweeted it from their account, not knowing that reporters probably follow a lot of the people who are sure. confirmed to work for Disney. And then they go to the clickbait bullshit websites and they're like, hey, here's a poster for you. Yeah, like Vulture. Yeah, just 3PO alone with the bowcaster. I'm going doubt. It's not real. The reason I just shed on Vulture a little bit there, and this is my transition into talking about what I've been doing for the most of the day, Okay. and that is watching uh, <laughs> Love, Death, and Robots, which for some reason I can't remember the title correctly every time. Uh, if you don't know, Love, Death, and Robots is an 18-part anthology series on Netflix meaning that all the episodes are independent storylines and all of them are under 20 minutes some are as short as six so for example a six minute episode is about yogurt becoming sentient and taking over the earth right so that's the premise for it I'm not going to talk anymore about it Uh, if you go to watch this and I recommend if you like sci-fi you will probably like some of the episodes in here because there's a little bit for everybody watch the first episode because the first episode is the first for everybody. And then for everybody else, you get one of four randomized orders of the series. So you don't need to watch every episode. In fact, I recommend not watching every episode because some of them will inevitably be boring to you. Uh, watch the ones that sound interesting and watch the ones with an interesting thumbnail and interesting description. And that's that's my recommendation. Um, but I also think that there's one that's like beyond the Alita something. That one looks so good i think everybody should see it just to see what computers are capable of now mm. and to see how beautiful animation is so that's where i'll leave love death and robots okay cool highly recommend it 
Yeah. Um, so before I get into the thing that I watched, there were a couple trailers. There was a trailer for John Wick 3. I love John Wick, everything related to John Wick. So I still haven't seen any looks, of them. You re- really? I really None want to. I should see the first and second one, the first one at least. I don't think I would ever see the third one because from what I've been told, the first and second one are pretty much the same thing. The first one takes itself very seriously. The second one is a little tiny bit more tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say it's quite a bit more tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. But the first one, like, by far is the, the best um, of the John Wick films you've gotten so far. It's like, it's hard to describe. It's like that, that film about a guy who's just so much of a force that no one else in that universe wants to mess with him at all. Like, the, hmm. like the mention of the name John Wick. Yeah. Brings like, you know what I'm saying? Eyes start bulging out of their heads. Like who? Like, uh Yeah. Like literally there is a scene, um, I don't I don't know if it's not that much of a spoiler, but a scene where the main villain, his son, did something to John Wick that was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And when he reports back, dad is pissed, like, bro, like you done messed up. Son's like, What are you talking about? That dude's whose car you stole. That nobody, what you mean? That nobody is John Wick. He goes to explaining who John Wick is. I'm just sitting there like, bro, like, what? Like, the this dangerous mobster who controls a criminal empire is terrified of, of this, this one, one man. guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Keanu Reeves. Like, I love it's, it. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. And some of the actions, like, those are some of the best choreographed action scenes in any film I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. like, no like, cap. You know how every action film, there's, like, they'll just shoot forever. Yeah. And then, like, mm-hmm. they'll reload once. John has... Like the type of pistol he has. If you research what he uses, what kind is it? It's a Heckler. It? It's an HK VP something. It's like a competition model with I a knew big you compensator know. at the end because I'm a gun guy, so I know mm-hmm. these things. Has a 15 round magazine. He never shoots more than 15 rounds before he. Does I a like reload. that in movies a lot. It's like the attention to detail with all the gun stuff is like perfect. It's choreographed. He was taught by um, competition shooters mm-hmm. who like go through like multiple types of guns and like get like. 30 seconds flat on like a stage yeah so everything is like super crisp and like it's just like he's like just a killing machine simple violent it's really good nothing takes me out of an action movie like somebody clearly firing more shots right. in their magazine than actually yeah, going the magazine there was also i saw pointed out by a military dude on joe rogan's podcast in a movie where somebody's finger isn't even on the trigger when they're shooting the gun mm-hmm. like it literally just there's muzzle flashes and their right. finger doesn't even move. Yeah. So things like that always take me out of movies. I'm glad that John Wick it's does that realistically. Super attention to detail yeah, heavy. Very, very much attention to detail heavy. Mm-hmm. And, and the third one looks really good. Yeah, third one looks like it, it almost looks like they're taking some of the elements from the first one and the second one and sort of combining it and making it bigger. Yeah. It I'm actually interested to see more. I'm I'm glad one thing I'm really happy the second one did was it expanded more on the continental lore a little bit. And it looks like the third one kind of might be doing that a little bit more. Yeah. Just to, because literally they set up this entire universe of underground assassins and this whole world hmm. of. I didn't know it was that deep. I thought it was yeah, like taken every movie was oh, the same Oh, no, it's, it's, it's very expansive to the point where I'm pretty sure they're making a TV series just about the Continental. They from, are, yeah. Yeah. And that was what I really liked about the first one. It just threw you in and said, this is the world. These are the rules. We're giving you as minimal exposition as possible. He just does things mm-hmm. in this world. And the and second really one kind cool. of expanded on that a yeah. little bit more. Yep. And, yeah, it's a very expand. Like, you wouldn't expect it going into John Wick. You'd just think, oh, actually, we'll be with Keanu Reeves. But they actually do build a pretty expansive universe mm-hmm. that 
it was actually pretty well put together that you really don't expect it going in. So I'm really curious to see how John Wick 3 sort of expands on that mm-hmm. and where we go from here. There's also a Matrix reference in the trailer. There has to be. Yeah. The second best Keanu Reeves movie behind Point Break. He, uh, <laughs> he's in the, he's I'll in the die in that hill. And he's like, are the services of the hotel still available for me? And uh, Ian McShane, who was great in these, he goes, what do you need? And he goes, guns. Lots of guns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the yeah. armory thing spins. And yeah, it looks very... Over the top in some bits, there's dudes on motorcycles with samurai swords. I, that I did see. And he's on a horse and he shoots a guy in the head. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Stuff. I saw a horse in a gif and I was like, what the? <laughs> and the dude on a motorcycle with a samurai sword. I'm like, that's not a good weapon for that place. But yeah, looks good. Um, we also got a trailer for Stranger Things season three. It looks very 80s. Okay, that's. I like Stranger Things when it's mm-hmm. 80s. I don't like Stranger Things when Zero, is that her name? Oh, yeah, so, that, that, that... When the girl the goes off subplot. and joins the group of other kids. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that subplot. I like 80s. Mm-hmm. I like it when they're in arcades. I like it when they're going to 80s restaurants. I like it when Steve has 80s hair. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like the stuff where it's just kids playing grown-ups. Because nothing was tied to the 80s in that setting. Right. When they did stuff like that, it could have been any time. Mm-hmm. When they were in the 80s and when... The 80s permeated the scenes when, like, the conversations, because this was, like, before Iran-Contra and before all that stuff, and the dad says, why would our government lie to us? And now that's a ridiculous yeah, thing. Like, but in the 80s, oh yeah, of course, that was a normal right. thing for people to think. Like, yeah. that was a genuine, there were, genu- there were people who were genuinely like that. Most people, I think, in the mm-hmm. 80s were probably like that. Now it's not, but... Stranger Things is a product of, and it exists in the way it does because of the 80s. And when they're really sticking to that genre and they're when they're really being defined by it, I think Stranger Things is one of the best things out there for yeah, it. For sure. So hopefully season three sticks in that. And I think they've kind of learned that. I think there was a lot of backlash mm-hmm. on season two when we had that weird subplot and when we kind of lost our time setting in it. Yeah, no, season three, they didn't really show us too much as far as plot details, and the trailer was really just more of a here, this is coming. We get a, a little bit of a sneak peek of a, a monster here or whatever that weird-looking creature was at the end. Um, I'm really, this is more of, at this point, just sort of like those series you watch to see, okay, these are the these are a group of characters who I've become attached to now, and I just want to see what they do next. I don't really care what the plot is right. at this point. Mm-hmm. So anytime a show can accomplish that, because, I mean, it, when you're making a TV show, you have to find something to bring people back season after season after season after season. Sure. For Stranger Things, it is these group of characters you become attached to. You want to see what they're going to do next, what sort of shenanigans, what sort of weird creature they're going to fight off this time. So as far as what the plot is, I don't need it. I don't need any plot details. I don't need any, like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't need to see any clips from the Upside Down, anything like that. I just need... A few more, maybe promotional, you know, TV spots here or there, whatever, and keep it moving. I don't need to see anything else after this trailer. This is all I need. Agreed. They should have shown us a screen of who's the redheaded girl who dies in the first season. Oh, Barb. They should just show a quick cut of Barb. <laughs> Even if she's not in it and it has nothing yeah, to do with it. Yeah, it's just like a, a just flashback to get with the Nancy or theory whatever. people like, what? She's coming back. And things like that. Or people be like, they're going back in time before the first one. Yeah. That's a that's a theory I can see people doing. I think that would be so fun. And I really like it. We talked about this with Avengers. When people just throw things into movies that aren't actually there. Mm-hmm. Marvel admitted that they uh, that they 
show fake footage and that they lie. They're like, this isn't this this could be fake footage. You don't know. I heard a theory about that scene with Hulk running and where they're all running together that didn't actually make it. Mm-hmm. Where that is a scene from the second one. Oh. Interesting. And that it will actually happen, but that scene was from the second one and they're just trolling us. I just hope that which I really like I just hope the endgame doesn't lean too heavily on time travel because that is so easy that is such okay. an easy thing to like break a franchise. They're probably going to do that Ugh. because in the trailers you can see there's two very distinct versions of some characters. Yeah, like Hawkeye. So there's a very distinct version of Hawkeye and when they tell it with the hair. And then for uh Scarlett Johansson, there's one where she has red hair and one where she has blonde hair. And they very purposefully show the differences between those two very clearly. Because if you had a character in a movie, you wouldn't put them in the trailer with two different kinds of hair. like Because right. that's not just... Be like, what kind of garbage continuity is yeah, this? Yeah, it's just continuity errors. But you would do it if you want to show people that there's a distinct difference between that person and that person. Yeah. Which is a really interesting thing that I learned on a podcast and that I totally think will now that i've heard it i'm pretty certain that that's how they're gonna do it i continue to ha- i continue to have no idea what's going on in that movie so i'm just gonna go on don't and enjoy it don't read um any like theory articles oh. avoid them because one of them i read kind of spoiled the character that you wouldn't expect to be in it that's coming in it okay i'm not gonna yeah don't it. don't no nope. touch it no nope. it's not uh deadpool <laughs> it's nobody from Fox. That I, deal I, just finalized. I saw Deadpool photoshopped to have the spacesuit, like the white, blue, and red suit, and I was like, "That's ridiculous." It was really great. Although yeah. that was in there, though, just saying, that would be nice. Yeah, it would be really nice if Deadpool, if they threw Deadpool. There in. were fan theories of like they're gonna set up the X Men and the Fantastic Continuity Four at the end of Endgame. I think, totally I think sense, they kind of have to. Well, the the. They literally they couldn't because the Fox deal just happened. Oh yeah, it just I finalized. Like just so they now, couldn't. yeah, maybe like they last week. <laughs> hmm. I, you kind of have to do something to set up the next one. It's right? gonna well, they'll they'll set up the future of the MCU otherwise, or like really ambiguously big changes are gonna happen or whatever because mm-hmm. the Eternals is gonna set up the mutants. I feel like because okay. that's an, another offshoot of humanity. But anywho, um, do you have any gaming stuff? I haven't. I've been playing Apex. That's it. Me too. Yeah. Did really good the that's, other day. That's up. That's about it. Um did you grind see the, in those battle pass levels? I'm not even bothering with that. Level twenty one. Don't want to pay. <laughs> um I maxed out my level on level hundred. Oh, cool. Good job. Get that cool badge. Um did you see they're doing an Iron Man VR thing for PlayStation? I did. It looks very gimmicky. I hate VR. Mm-hmm. One, it makes me nauseous. Two, I think VR games are really boring. So mm-hmm. I played VR Skyrim and I played VR Borderlands too, and I love both of those games. But VR versions of them is so bad. Making games that already exist VR is a bad thing to do, and you shouldn't do it. And most games are better not VR. Mm-hmm. If you can do games in VR like Beat Saber, and it can be very good, and it can utilize VR in a way that that game is specifically good at doing, then I think that's a good place to use VR. I don't think it's good to redub stuff as VR. I don't know about the Iron Man game. It shows us that. There is interest in making Marvel characters video games again, which mm-hmm. is good, right? Because yep. Spider-Man, and now that we have this PlayStation VR thing, the issue is that there isn't a whole lot of PlayStation's user base that uses PlayStation VR. It's right. a super small amount. And honestly, if you're out there, you shouldn't buy a PlayStation VR. It's it's objectively a waste of money, at least to me, unless you really, really like VR and just like you want to watch movies in VR because that's your thing. Don't buy PlayStation VR because... It's not a good experience right now. Mm-hmm. If they can start to turn a corner and make quality VR games that are good at 
using VR to be different, then that's when people should jump in. But right now, I think it's kind of early. Yeah, I think this is just kind of okay. I think this is just kind of a, a stepping stone for. Hey, we're like like Jeremy said. Hey, we're gonna keep doing Marvel games, and then eventually they'll announce. Hey, we're doing an Iron Man game for the PS4. We stole the flight from Anthem, and we're gonna have the same level of different suits as the Spider Man game. Mm-hmm. Here's an Iron Man game for you. So that I would be over the moon for because that sounds sweet. Yeah, it'd be nice if we can sort of like I've been saying get just more solo games for other in, in Marvel characters that we haven't gotten. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're we kind of recycle Spider Man and X Men over and over again. And then as far as DC goes, we get a Batman game mostly, and then a few Superman games here and there. But there aren't that many characters that get their own solo games. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of untapped potential. Like, can you imagine a Black Panther game? Like, That'd be sweet. Sort of like the Batman Arkham fighting style. That would oh, be yeah. amazing. Or a Doctor Strange game, or any like, there's just so much untapped potential as far as superhero games go that we haven't gotten. Right, I think we're gonna see a, a shift in that going yeah. forward, especially uh, with Spider-Man, an original story with mm-hmm. like a, a character, like, and then they're they're gonna start doing that with other people. Yeah, so. they for sure need to get on that because there's a lot of wasted opportunity, in my opinion. Right, the fact that we haven't gotten that at all. Yeah. All right. Um. Do you have anything else, or do we want to get into rewatch play slash? Yeah. So um, my rewatch play for this week is I saw Us, Jordan Peele's new horror movie. And How was it? Because I've heard mixed things. I really liked it. I'm still unpacking it because it's a Jordan Peele movie, so there's like Easter eggs and references and like hidden meanings and metaphors and stuff. So I'm still kind of processing through all of it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't too scary. It's more of like a a thriller psychological type stuff and like there's quite a lot of comedy in it surprisingly really? more than i thought there would be um, that's actually surprising I'm yeah not, i was not expecting i would not expect that from that film at yeah all. winston duke is really funny <laughs> i like I, actually i can see that now I if it's coming from winston duke i can see yeah it. he's kind of the i like you're talking about like the overall tone of the film not a little bit more humorous no not really okay but yeah, no. Is it it's, more of like get out type humor where like the film itself is creepy as hell, but there are moments of yes. humor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But um all the performances in it are amazing. Lupita Nyong'o is incredible mm-hmm. with both of the characters that she plays. And there's some twists in there. It's like some people saw coming, my girlfriend saw the, the big twist coming. But um super enjoyable movie. I'm gonna have to see it at least a couple like at least one more time just to, like, catch the stuff I missed. Mm-hmm. I've already kind of thought through some stuff. There's, like, references to, like, old horror movies and stuff. And, yeah, I really enjoy it, and I absolutely recommend it. Um, some people, I guess, don't like it as much as Get Out. Is that kind of well, the consensus? I don't, I don't know exactly what people's complaints were. I would just know that I've heard some... I heard back from some people that were like, uh... It wasn't that good, or and I didn't understand it, or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just as much as I've heard that, I've heard more of this was phenomenal, or Jordan Peele just hit it out the park. Yeah. So I, I'm going in it with I don't wanna, I don't want to go in with too high expectations, but I'm going in expecting a good film. Yeah. From what I've heard, most of the people who I've heard that didn't like it, it was more of like an I didn't know what was going on type thing versus a. Like oh, a the script. Thing. Yeah, not. I didn't hear anybody say, "Oh, the script was bad" or you know, right. the acting. I didn't hear anything. It was just more of like it was confusing. Yeah, so that's that's it. That's understandable. Yeah, yeah. but All really right. good. Definitely recommend. 
And for me, I've been playing. I've been playing a lot more Jump Force. I still haven't bought it for myself. Okay. But I'm actually thinking about getting it for myself at this point because I started to get into that game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> also been paying very close attention to Mortal Kombat because once that comes out in April, it is bad for fools. <laughs> um, yeah, um, they announced Jax recently, Liu Kang, and Kung Lao. I don't saying they announced those characters just kind of seems dumb because like, duh, is Mortal Kombat? They're going right. to be in there. Um, but yeah, been paying attention to that game very closely. Looking real good. Um, got a few brand new characters that are coming. Um, Garrus and there's another character whose name I don't know, but they showed a, it was like a leaked picture of a new character. Um, they, they looked real menacing. We just don't know what that character's name is yet. So really pumped for that. Just know when April hits and that game comes out, it's people over. will not want to see me. <laughs> Feelings over. will be hurt. It's over. That's all I'm going to say. Feelings will be hurt. Farhan's gonna rip out some spines and other. Farhan's gory, gonna rip out a lot of spines. Other, <laughs> other gory, other gory Mortal Kombat deaths. That's funny. Um, yeah, I also watched Hellboy this week, like the very the first Hellboy with Ron Perlman. Oh, I thought it's, you. Were, I thought you were talking about the new oh, one. Oh yeah, I was no, like, I got an advanced screen. I, I no. was, I was like, who did you pay off? No, I watched, I watched the old one because I was like, hey, the new one's coming. I should watch the first one. Yeah, I haven't watched uh, those the first two Hellboys in a minute. Um, to That's be honest, good. I'm really disappointed. Guillermo del Toro, and I was never able to finish it. I heard he left that. Like, he decided to to not do the third one. Oh, is that what it was? That, I believe so, yeah. Because I heard um, initially, that actually might be true, uh, that after a while he left, but um, initially I had heard that he had a plan for the third one, but the budget for it, or his plan for it, the budget would have been like $200 million, oh, something ridiculous so like that. The studio was like, ha, you're funny. No. Because the last one, I think, it made a decent amount of money, but not enough mm. to justify giving him a $200 million budget. Sure. So, because I think he had had the plan of he gets his horns and whatever bad thing is supposed to happen where he yeah. raises, like, he, he wanted to go all out on the third one. Right. And the studio basically told him, uh, nice try, but you're not getting that out of us. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't going to try to, I guess, get $200 million himself, so the idea just kind of got scrapped. Hence why we're gotcha. getting a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know a whole lot about Hellboy going in, so I was like, I was like, okay, you've sold me. This is interesting, and I really like currently fiction where it's like there's supernatural stuff in the world. Yeah, here is a team that combines like science and like shooting it a lot and like mystical stuff to deal with that threat. Mm-hmm. So like Hellboy, um, I heard about a book called seal team 666 which is like there's like a special <laughs> forces team that goes and like kills demons and shit so i'm gonna find that and like scp which is like a, a big online like co- basically like a fan fiction thing where like people mm-hmm. say here's like this foundation and they secure contain and protect against supernatural phenomena or yeah. whatever and there's like a ton of stuff like into it and there's like a whole mythology mm-hmm. so i've been kind of been digging into that and it's interesting but yeah hellboy it was good stuff yeah, no, the two real solid films. I'm really looking forward to the reboot. At first, when I first heard about it, I wasn't too excited about the idea because I was just like, I really just kind of want my third one. I don't want a reboot. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm forgetting the actor's name from Stranger Things who is playing Hell. Oh, um, I almost said David Hopper. David Harbour. David Harbour, yes. Yeah. Um, when they announced him, I was like, okay, solid actor. You've got me convinced. And then when I saw that first trailer, I was like, this feels, it feels enough like Hellboy, but also feels different enough from the first two 
to where I doesn't it doesn't feel like I'd be going in and watching the same movie. Like it feels like I'm gonna get something different out of this. Yeah, for sure. So I, the first that first trailer did sell me. I'm going to give it a shot, but still watching it, I'm still gonna be like, I still wish we could have got that third right. Guillermo del Toro film. It's a like a like del Toro. It's like a lot of practical and it's like yeah. costumes and like like no one does the guy that's in all his movies creatures better than him. Yeah, for sure. Like that fish costume, like Abe Sapien mm-hmm. or whatever. That is such a good costume that he copied and said, "I'm gonna make an Oscar winning movie with this." Yeah, I realized that because. <laughs> I, I remember hearing about that when The Shape of Water came out. They were like, it's a Hellboy thing. That's, like, Abe, that's Sapien. Abe Sapien. And yeah. then I was like, oh, okay. And then it, I guess it is separate. But then I watched this Hellboy, and I was like, okay, so that that's The Shape of Water guy. He eats eggs. He's a yeah. fish man. No, it was when I when I first saw the trailer for Shape of Water, I was like, is this like a Hellboy reboot that I like didn't know about beforehand? Yeah, it was very, very, very similar in terms of character design. Very, very similar. Hmm. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raven Geeks. You can find us basically everywhere that there are podcasts and at cm-life.com. So until next week, same bad time, same bad channel.